When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Big opinions, the panel. Yes, our panel this morning is Sam Ackerman and uh, Dylan Cleaver, of course, uh, who's uh, also uh, the founder of the uh, sports newsletter, The Bounce, which has uh, created uh, a lot of interest with its subjects of late in particular. Uh, Dylan, good morning to you. First up, uh, overnight, the news coming through from World Rugby about the change in eligibility, a three-year stand-down period, and some of those players who have been asking to be available for their uh, respective countries, particularly Pacific Island here, uh, can get the nod now. Yeah, and I can't think of anything bad about about this. Um, look, we've all wanted it for a long time, haven't we? I, I'm not convinced it's going to be the massive game changer in terms of results um, that people may expect it to be. I think that big five is still going to be fairly well established and, and you've got to remember that a lot of these players that will now filter back into your Samoas and Tongas are, are probably ones that aren't wanted by the All Blacks in Australia anymore. So, so I'm not convinced that all of a sudden Tonga and Samoa are going to be World Cup semi-finalists or anything like that, but it's just great for the world game that these players are still able to be on the international stage. And, and I'm actually quite surprised they got that 75% um, mark that they needed on the vote to get this over the line. But, but yeah, personally thrilled about it. Well, it's good, Dylan, because, you know, there are a lot of uh, young kids here that had had the all-black dream. Um, you know, uh, they touched it, they reached out and touched it, uh, but uh, it wasn't to be, and all of a sudden... Um, their qualities um, are not seen on the international stage. And at least now, that avenue opens up. Yeah, and look, they will be better. Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, these teams will be better. Um, I, I don't want to sound negative before when I said I don't think it's a massive game changer in terms of them challenging the top five, but it will certainly make the international rugby scene a lot more interesting. And yeah, I mean... Guys like Lima Sapawanga, Charlie Piatau, we want to be seeing these guys play at the highest level. So that can only be a good thing. Sam, uh, let's uh, go to you now. Has this, has this been a bit of a game changer uh, in rugby league? Yeah, look at what Tom has achieved, in particular over the uh, the past few years since the uh, the last World Cup we're actually capable of, of holding. So it, it, it was a game changer there, and it's great to see rugby taking another initiative from rugby league. I know they seem to take all the rules these days and, uh, and technolog- technological initiatives, so it's nice to see they're finally picking this one up too. But it, it is a uh, situation, I think you talk about the, the peer towels and the, the thicker towels at the end of their, um, their all-black careers, but I think there's also a, a window for 
teams like Tonga and Samoa to get their hands on young players, players who are 19, young, not quite, still a few years away from really being a crack into uh, the all-back reckoning, but they get a chance to compete at a World Cup uh, to play with some of the heroes. And once you've got them inside that scenario, once they're there, like we found with, with Tonga, uh, in rugby league, that they might go, tell you what, listen, I really enjoyed here. I'm still getting to achieve all the goals I want to do. I'm um, representing my family values. So I see a small element of risk with that. But look, the All Blacks, uh, and for those who grew up in Australia, uh, the Wallabies and the like will still have the draw. Um, but I, I see it being more competitive now. Uh, and I, I just hope we don't see players getting bags and dibs as we do see sometimes in rugby league. That's what sometimes you see them just jumping in, making sure you can get them in the fold to keep around, I think, like uh, New Zealand did with uh, Jason Tomalolo at the start. They uh, kept him in on as a fringe player for an awful long time, and I've got no doubt that led to him going, you know what, Tonga really wants me now, and I'm going to make this call to move. Uh, so just going back to your original point, you'd say in uh, Rugby Union, the goal line dropout and, of course, the 50-20, as they call it, or whatever uh, it's termed in Rugby Union, have been a raging success, would you? I wouldn't say, wouldn't say it's been a success. Um, I, I wouldn't say they've taken everything and it's been wonderful, but, you know, they're just, just devoid of ideas uh, now just turned to rugby league. I, honestly, we're about five years away from them going, do you know what, we don't need flankers. I'm sick of these lineouts. <laughs> mm. OK. Um, we'll get, uh, we'll get some news, actually, while you digest. While you digest that, Dylan, we'll get the Trudy in with the news at 10.30, and when we come back, we might uh, get you to address that, perhaps, or we might move on to... Uh, something uh, a little less controversial like, uh, well, I know, Tim Payne maybe. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Sam Ackerman, Dylan Cleaver with us this morning. And uh, Dylan, uh, we love to pick on the Aussies and they're giving us every opportunity at the moment. Um, How have you uh, looked at this Tim Payne scenario? Um, Out of the captaincy, still the possibility to be in the team and the way Cricket Australia have handled it as an institution. Yeah, look, I'm stunned. And every day you read something new about it and your jaw drops open a little bit more. But look, I don't ever want to go to air advocating bad behaviour and this obsession that um, young males, and let's be honest about it, it seems to be more prevalent in professional sporting teams have of sending women um, texts as part of their anatomy. I'll never get that right. But... There was a process put in place years ago that they went through. It sounded like a fairly rigorous process. Uh, Tim Payne was um, cleared. They said his behaviour didn't meet the threshold to be a code of conduct violation. Uh, it was obviously embarrassing for him at the time, and yet uh, you know, uh, his wife was fully exposed to his behaviour. Uh, he went through all that, and then I'm still struggling to understand why three years later you get a double jeopardy on this. And, look, I I know that players tend to circle the wagons at times over and defend their own, but I can fully understand why they would sit there and go, hang on a minute, you've hung our captain, or our ex-captain now, out to dry. What's to say that you won't do the same to us if you find something in, in our past that perhaps we're not proud of? So it just seems to me a hell of a mess, and I, I kind of get where that Tasmanian cricket chairman's coming coming from when he says that all Cricket Australia have done effectively is throw the guy under the bus. Mm, interesting. Uh, Sam, what's, uh, I mean, it, it, it's not something we can just ignore. I mean, it's there, it's in the headlines, and as I say, 
uh, when Australia are going through tough times, we seem to relish it. Uh, what about this one? Yeah, I think being stripped of the captaincy is appropriate for what Australia is trying to achieve with their with their cricket team. Uh, we know what they can achieve on the field, but they're trying to actually make them come across like good guys uh, and come across as people who want to be better humans, that type of thing. So I think being stripped of the captaincy over something like this re-emerging, I, I, I feel it's appropriate enough. Um, I'm with uh, Dylan that, that you can't, you know, no one's going to advocate for um, or support somebody who's uh, behaving in that kind of manner. I mean, you're a pelican, you, you ask for punishment if you ask in, in such an inappropriate way. But that said, it was a long time ago, as Dylan said, dealt with at the time. They've got to be seen to be doing something in this day and age. Cancel culture is rife everywhere, so they have to do something. But to suggest you shouldn't be playing, be able to play cricket because of uh, this incident, to me, seems a stretch. Um, and I certainly, if, if you want to look at precedent setting as well, there's been plenty of uh, buffheads given um, better chances to um, perform at a high level, a national level, or the, the top of your, you know, your sport. Uh, than, than this situation, but you know, it's no excusing it, and uh, the guy, you know, he's reaping what he sowed, unfortunately. Uh, Sam, a couple of things uh, that have uh, come up in terms of rugby league, of course, uh, we're still going through this uh, vax, no vax process, and, and um, clearly it's, it's very, very beneficial with uh, and then the whole setup to be uh, vaccinated. The other thing, of course, which was revealed yesterday is the, the MIQ situation. Uh, and the policies are changing around that. What effect do you see that having on the Warriors season now? I think that the main thing for the Warriors is uh, is staying away from positive tests. Their, their bubble life has to be strict as uh, there's, uh, that's the biggest uh, impact it can have. I look forward to the opportunity to see uh, the Warriors play some home games uh, in 2022, if everything stays to plan with the traffic lights and there's no more backflips or um, new information, then we will see some games uh, brought over once Australian players, Australian uh, you know, nationals, are allowed to come uh, and uh, avoid the, the long stand down. So it's, it's exciting to think that you know, league fans here would be able to go see footy in the flesh again, but um, I've, I've been let down enough times to me that I'm not going to get my hopes up. Uh, on there, I still got my uh, tickets to the uh, to the Bulldogs game for the season that didn't happen, uh, sitting in a shelf somewhere. So, I'm um, I'm I'm really aware that we're going to have to see players uh, be safer and smarter. I mean, the just Josh Alloway sign is a symbol that you will see players on a regular weekly, every couple of weeks perhaps, miss out on uh, selection for a couple of weeks because of COVID testing. Uh, and I think we'll start, I don't think we'll see it lax, but we'll certainly see it as uh, seen as like talking about, oh, he's, he's COVID positive, same way that you'll mention that he's got a, a bung knee. Uh, Dylan, of course, uh, all eyes on Kanpur tonight. I'm not sure if you've ever been to Kanpur, um, but no, uh, it'll be dusty in the mud. <laughs> it'll be uh, it'll be dusty in the middle. I promise you that it'll be hot and dusty. Uh, the ball will turn. Yep. I can promise you that as well. Um, on the back of um, oh, a pretty disappointing T20 series against India, how do you see this shaping up uh, in terms of a task for the Black Caps? Yeah, I'm a little nervous if I'm being honest. And, and my understanding is that Green Park Stadium is perhaps the worst or the most misnamed um, stadium in world cricket. Because it's not going to be green. Uh, my, I think there's a chance that I mean they give us a puncher's chance of doing well. I think there's a there's a one route to doing that, and that's unfortunately the toss is going to play a big part. Uh, you win the toss, you bat, you get a total on the board, 
And in your in this first test in particular, it's not a particularly experienced batting lineup. I think only Pujara and Rahane, who haven't been in wonderful form themselves, I think they're the only really experienced campaigners in that lineup. So if you do get a score on the board, and um, Ajaz Patel bowls well, I'm, I'm not sure if some of them make the eleven uh, or Santner. But if um, Patel and whoever the other spinners plays can put some pressure on that inexperienced Indian lineup, we've got a chance. I, I really fear the um, New Zealand's uh, cricketing well-being if they lose the toss in these two tests. Yeah, uh, I kind of uh, I'm with you on that. Uh, incidentally, uh, um, Dylan um, haircut as uh, a possibility, but no possibility of too much oval ball sport this weekend. What the hell are you going to do, man? Yeah, I know. I'm just going to dedicate myself to cricket. See, it's a it's a reasonable time zone, not like the T20s, which were just a, a pooling. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a cricket and and maybe a little bit of English Premier League. I've, I've got right back into the English Premier League, actually. So uh, my son loves getting out and watching Liverpool, so I might join him in that as well. Well, he'll be a happy man at the moment because they're leading Porto 2-0 uh, in the Champions League. Uh, it looks like uh, with about nine minutes to go. So looks like they're on track there. Uh, Sam, what about you? Um, what are you looking forward to in this oval ball this weekend? Yeah, look, it doesn't surprise me that um, that Dylan's got a uh, full board again. I mean, I, I'm uh, a bounce subscriber, and I get more emails from him than I do any member of my family, and I don't know if that says more about his <laughs> workload or how my family feels about me, but it's a, uh, it's a great opportunity, though. If you are one of those people who uh, lives and dies by the oval ball, here is the opportunity. The small window, it gets smaller and smaller every year, if you, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, whoever you, your, your better half is here, the smart play is to hand over the remote. Just for, as a short window here, you can start making the smart calls and say, hey, if you'd like to watch The Real Housewives of wherever the hell it's from, then yeah, now's the time. Here's the concessions. And they, they'll, they'll look you in the eye and they'll see that you're genuine, that you will allowing them to have that opportunity. Be there in the morning when they wake up. Don't be sitting on the couch watching um, watching footy that's not there anymore. Be there. Here is the time to score the brownie points. This is the off-season to build up for these things. Make breakfast every now and then. And then remember, when it comes to the chance to put your hand up for the remote, you have been even-handed at some point. It's, it's a tactic, yes, uh, but trust me, it's, uh, it works, works a treat. And I can see my Thanks. wife, so I don't know how long it's going to work for. <laughs> sage, sage advice, sage advice. I'm not sure everyone uh, is going to take that uh, up, Sam, but I, I might, I might give it a crack. I just might give it a just, crack. Just, for just every then, now and then, Smitty. Just every now and yeah. then. You don't have to play, You don't have to go overboard. But the, here is the moment to say, look, that reality show does sound like a great idea, darling. Okay, okay. Well, Dylan, you buying into that or no? Just going to another room. No, we've got two TVs. I don't have to worry about that. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, thanks, fellas. Absolutely fantastic uh, your opinions on those matters this morning. Uh, cheers, Dylan Cleaver, and to you, Sam Ackerman, as well, with that uh, last-minute advice that uh, it may go a long way uh, to making a very pleasant Christmas. We shall see. 10.42 here.